Hi, Oncers. It's spoiler time for Once Podcast. I'm Hunter Hathaway. And I'm Jacqueline. And let's get right into it. Episode 706, Wake Up Call. Feeling like a third wheel as Henry and Cinderella's relationship strengthens, Regina is surprised to find herself needed by Drizilla, who is searching for magic. But when a brutal truth is revealed, it could lead Drizilla down a dangerous path. In Hyperion Heights, Ronnie seeks Weaver's help in finding answers, and Tilly offers Roger some intriguing advice concerning Eloise Gardner. It's written by Jerome Schwartz and Jane Espenson and directed by Sharat Raju. So this is a Regina-heavy episode. Yeah. We haven't had a Regina-heavy episode. No, not yet. Which is weird, because normally it's like episode two or three of the season, and everybody else gets to go before her, because, you know, she's not the leading lady anymore. I know. It's still strange. So we do have some guest stars. Yeah, not a lot, though. Not a lot this week. And it's all people that we've met before. Adelaide Kane, of course, is here as Drizella, because we can no longer call her Ivy. No, she doesn't like that. Rose Reynolds is back as Alice slash Tilly. And Emma Booth is coming back as the Witch in the Tower. Yes. Another very, very short promo. Very short with a lot of confusing things that are edited together to make you super confused. And they jump back and forth. So you have to really pay attention to what people are wearing in order to figure out what timeline they're in. So, let's see. It opens with Henry talking with Ronnie about the photo. And he's like, that's me and you as the evil queen. So, how does he find out that she's the evil queen? I don't know. Unless this it really takes place after Lucy comes in and says, you're Regina. And, Which, Ron- and then where Ronnie finds the adoption paperwork. Well, I'm really confused about this whole you're Regina thing. Because Lucy is supposed to be awake. Completely awake, correct? Right. So she's not reacting to Ronnie and going, oh, hey, you're Regina. You're my grandmother. Is she reacting to the fact that Ronnie is maybe now awake and thus is Regina and no longer Ronnie? Or she's starting to wake up and she's like, no, you're Regina. Because that was a very tight cut. Yes. And it was was one of those things I think meant to confuse you. Yeah. And of course, the promo goes into the whole Regina is the most evil villain of all time. Yeah, that's Which, really funny. <laughs> overkill much. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we had the actual god of the underworld, but okay. Yeah, okay, whatever. So like I said, Lucy is so excited that she has found out, and then we quick flash to Regina talking to Gisela in the other realm. Mm-hmm. And you ha- like, like I said, you have to pay attention to it. And um, she's talking to Gisela about revenge and how she did terrible things. So I'm guessing this is a start of putting the curse into Gisela's mind. Yeah, because at this point, it seems more and more likely that Drizella is the one who cast the curse. Yes. And then it looks like Ivy's doing some sort of magic. And then she gives it to Ronnie because jump forward. We are now back in Hyperion Heights because you can yeah. tell by Regina's hair. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's another it's like a forget me potion. It kind of reminded me a little bit of back in season one when David Nolan started having random flashes of memories. Yeah. And they kind of did that whole like shaky cam thing because that's kind of what they did in the promo. So it makes me think that Ronnie is having flashes of being Regina. So I don't know if she's actually going to be fully awake by the end of this episode or not. So whatever the potion is that 
Ivy is making, it could either be for her to remember more or to forget, in my yeah. opinion. I assume it would probably be to forget. Yeah, because then Ivy sits down at the bar and has a drink with Ronnie, and I think that's where she, like, sneaks the potion into it. Mm-hmm. But we'll just have to wait and see. Yes. But we did get some photos. Some. <laughs> it's like a scene. Yep. Yep. In the woods. In the woods, in the other realm, so everybody's in Enchanted Forest clothing. And can we take a moment to appreciate whatever the heck Regina is wearing because it I is know. fabulous. It's so cool. It looks like she's ready for battle. It's so good. <laughs> they haven't had many good outfits this year no. or really recently. We've kind of been on a very downhill trend with the outfits on this show. But oh my goodness. I love it. I love <laughs> it, looks, it. It looks so great. Yeah. I've seen some um, side-by-side comparisons on Tumblr can, making it look like what Xena Warrior Princess used to wear on her TV show. I could see it. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's good. Kind of the skirt reminds me of Wonder Woman in the new movie. Yeah. Yeah. They went with a – it's all black, though, which, you know, keeps with Regina's aesthetic. Right. But, but it, it, looks it is really Wonder good. Woman-ish. Yeah. But Regina's talking with uh, Drizella. Yeah. <laughs> Who is dressed up like it's the dead of winter. <laughs> yes. Okay. So we got Regina in, like, practically nothing. Yeah. And I say that, well, she's fully dressed and she looks really good, but like she's in like tank top type stuff. Yeah. And then Drizella looks like it's the dead of winter. Yep. She's all bundled up in a cloak. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on here? And they appear to be uh, staring at some objects that Drizella's holding. Yeah. Like candlestick holders, that one. And a cup. Yeah. Well, it says in the synopsis she's looking for magic but yeah and she's trying to make it turn into something else there's a really far away shot like you even see you know the crane with the camera and everything but it looks like they're standing at the ruins of a tower and the tower has scattered debris all around it so i'm kind of wondering if maybe it's rapunzel's tower Mm, that could be and then very randomly (laughs) you have rumpelstiltskin walking through the woods yep and then you see Gisela standing there looking very proper. She's gotten rid of the cloak, so she's coming to the same temperature as everyone else. But that's it. That's all the photos we got. They don't really tell us anything. Nope. Let's move on to some interviews, though, because we got some interesting information. We did. So uh, the first one, uh, the creators were asked if they could tease anything that has to do with the witch in the tower. And Adam Horowitz says, without revealing too much, what we can tease is we're going to learn more about that witch. We're going to see her in flashbacks, and we're going to see that she's connected to multiple characters. Mm-hmm. So she's the Rumpelstiltskin of this timeline. Yeah. And they also did say that most of the audience has probably guessed who she is. And so, you know, 50 cookies down on it being Gothel. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if she is also somebody else because there's a lot of theories floating around that she is also Eloise Gardner, uh, the person Hook is looking for, or his daughter. Because a lot of people have pointed out now that Alice is probably not his daughter because Eloise Gardner is, you know, the Hyperion Heights version of his daughter, and he just met Alice, so he she's probably not actually his daughter. 
I don't know. I yeah. like I said, I think she's the the witch's the Rumpelstiltskin of this one, and everyone knows her and is related to her in some form or another. Okay, that's my opinion. Um, we also they were also asked. Henry has pointed out that he's the kid in the photo with Regina. So where does this take us next? And um, Eddie Kitsisko replies saying that it's going to take us to strange places, especially for Ronnie, because this is now getting crazy, very crazy for her. And episode six will answer that question. So we'll find out this week. Yep. We also got a question concerning Ivy and Henry, because a lot of people will have seen some chemistry between those two and that Ivy seems interested in Henry. And Eddie Kitsis acknowledges this and says that Ivy has set her sights on Henry. How Henry feels about it, we'll have to wait and see, but she definitely seems interested. And given the Jacinda slash Cinderella of it all, there is some conflict to come. Of course there is. What would a season of Once Upon a Time be without a love triangle? Or three. (laughs) (laughs) And then some news that actually kind of shocked me, given that literally a week ago, you and I were talking about how they were probably not going to cast this character. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Is there any chance Naveen from The Princess and the Frog could pop up in Once Upon a Time? And indeed, the ABC series is currently seeking a 30-something African-American to fill the role of Naveen, a fun-loving adventurer who hides a tragic past. And we will meet Naveen in the second half of the season. Woohoo! Did you notice I was so right about those beignets? You were. You were very right about the beignets. I so laughed when I saw that. I did too, actually. I was like, oh, Hunter got it. There's beignets. <laughs> but we got a little bit of uh, – a little bit. We got another episode title. We did. It's for episode 712. A Taste of the Heights, written by David H. Goodman and Brigitte Hales. Yes. So this is the second episode of season 7B because we're mm-hmm. ending with 710. Which we'll talk about in a minute. So second episode in, I would hazard that it's maybe a Tiana-centric, given the whole taste of the Heights, and that last week ended with them getting a food truck. And maybe if it is Tiana, we might meet Prince Naveen? Yep. Maybe. Because, well, I was going to say, after reading that, or hearing that interview, who I thought was being cast as Naveen is not. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know what you're saying. So, because we got casting news. Finally, some more news. Yeah, it's been a while since we've had some casting news. Yeah. So, Tiara Scofby will recur as Robin. This is going to be Zelina's grown-up daughter. Yes. And no, we don't know how that works in the timeline. She probably went to some other realm <laughs> she went- where time works differently. Nobody has stayed in Storybrooke. Storybrooke has been a ghost town for years, and now everybody's just fleeing so that we can age them up faster. Yes. Um, <laughs> she's going no sense. <laughs> it doesn't. But she will debut in episode 10, which we have now found out is the winter finale. Yep. And she's described as a strong-willed good girl turned rebel who is struggling to define her identity. As the daughter of powerful parents, she can never seem to escape their shadows, which drives her crazy. Tired of towing the line, Robin is ready to break out into the world and find her own adventure. Yes, and the winter finale is also when a love interest will be coming to town. And I kind of wonder if maybe she's part of it. Because mm. we we keep guessing as to who these the love story is going to be. Um, we learned that Alice is gay, but 
I had thought that it would be Alice and Drizella, but Drizella seems to be leaning a little bit more toward Henry. She could be bisexual, I suppose, and also have a thing for Alice. But I don't know. I, I could see them wanting Robin to have a love interest because they like to do that. So maybe it's Alice. It could be. Maybe she was the old girlfriend. Yeah. And then we also got another casting announcement. Uh Uh-huh. Nathan Parsons is going to be reoccurring as Nick, who is a confident and charismatic slacker turned successful lawyer. He's polished but not stuffy or smarmy. A natural guy's guy, Nick has an instant likability and always says the right thing. Rumor has it he'll be playing a potential love interest for one of our cast. So I saw this before I saw the interview. And when they said potential love interest and his name began with an N and Naveen begins with an N. Yes, I put that's what I'm doing, people. Um, I thought that this would be Prince Naveen. Yep. But it doesn't based on that uh, that former casting call. I I guess not. Yeah. But um, because I've seen his picture. Yeah. And oh, yeah. He's he's definitely not not Naveen. (laughs) An African-American. Right. Right. He's very he's very pale and he used to play a very pale character. He's he's from the originals. Yeah. On the CW. So um, I'll lay down a, a few cookies, not many, on him being a potential love interest for Regina. To me, he looks too young to be for with Regina. Eh, she she can be a bit of a cougar. <laughs> yeah, because I don't I don't know who's left. Maybe we haven't met them yet. Because Henry and Cinderella, Drizella seems likely to be the big bad and possibly, I mean, you guys know this, at the end of every single arc, the big bad dies or vanishes. And so I'm a little worried that Drizella is not going to be sticking around. Uh, Lady Tremaine seems poised to be another big bad. He could be the love interest for Robin. Sure. I don't know. Because if they're, yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. But that's all we have for you guys. We had a little bit more than normal, so we're very happy with that. Mm-hmm. It's nice to get some stuff again. But I'm Hunter. You can follow me on Twitter at Traveling Pixie. And I'm Jacqueline. You can follow me on Twitter at Punk underscore Bunny underscore 87. Until next time, Winsers. Oh.